George Ministries International. Um, <laughs> why? What? Nothing. It's Pastors Tanya and Michael Bryan of Restored and Internationals, where we are renewing, restoring, renewing, and refreshing people with the word of God. <laughs> what? Am I doing something wrong? Why are you Nothing laughing? Bad, I'm, I'm just doing my thing over here. I'm inviting I, people on, on Instagram. I'm just inviting the people on Instagram. Good morning, Instagram. Oh, so you still uh, have a they can't hear you. They 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 can't hear you. Well, can you say good morning to them? No. <laughs> I think you need to, you're not done yet. <laughs> well, amen. We are Pastors Michael and Tanya Bryan of Restored. What? Are you repeating yourself again? <laughs> You know what? Just saying. <laughs> you keep cutting me off. I didn't, I didn't say nothing to you. You <laughs> know blame, what? Don't blame me. <laughs> You're So I maybe don't have the script right or something? Is that what you feel? Babe, I'm just sending this out to the peoples. Well, amen. We are here this morning to bring you yet another word that the Father has deposited in our spirits. Um, and we are excited to be on. We're excited about what God is doing in this season, even as we have been talking about the Feast and the Feast of Tabernacles. It completed, correct me if I'm wrong, Prophet, on Friday night. Yep, sure did. Um, and so we are in a new season, a new year. This is the year 5784, right? Yes. So this is a new year. I, what What do you mean year? Well, we know that, that the, the Gregorian calendar is what the world follows. And so January is typically the beginning of the new year. But we follow the biblical calendar. And so God, in his wisdom, and, and he follows the, the, the cycles of the moon. Right. And so God in his wisdom. Um, so around kind of the end of September, beginning of October is what we call the Feast of Tabernacles, Feast of Tabernacles or the beginning of the new year of God's biblical calendar. So this is a time where we're restoring, renewing and refreshing. It's a reset. Go ahead. Go ahead. Actually, God follows his timing of creation. Okay. okay. Because he said that the evening and the morning were the first day. Okay, so that was, so he's not following the cycle of the moon. He is, he is following the cycle of, of his, of, of Genesis chapter one creation. Amen. Amen. So, um, so it's a new season, right? And so we are excited about the wonderful opportunities. It's a new season of favor, right? And the greater and so we're going to be spending this season really talking about positioning yourself and getting an alignment with that season, uh, with this new season, with opportunities of new doors that God has opened up unto you, right? And so it's important that you are in alignment. It is important that you are doing, taking action and doing the necessary things to receive 
the 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 greater to receive what God has for you in this season. It is easy for you to miss what God has for you in this season if you haven't been positioned and aren't properly aligned to what he has for you. So we want you to make sure that you send this out. Good morning. Um, uh, I believe that's uh, Missy. God bless you. Peace, peace. Good morning. We love you. Um, so it's important. Please send this out to all your people, your tribe, the folks that you rock with, the folks that you don't rock with. Um, send it out. Amen. Because Amen. We, we believe that we have, that God has deposited something um, in us to share with you. Right. Um, and so come all, come all, we welcome all, come all, come all from far and away. Why'd <laughs> <laughs> you pray, babe? Why'd you pray? I, I'm, I'm going to get there. Okay. So uh, again, I'm putting oil. Thank you so much, Missy. I'm putting oil, right? Sometimes you got to um, lubricate. And so, so me just really um, just letting you know that we love you, right? This ministry is all about restoring, renewing, and refreshing people, um, soul, body, and spirit financially with the word of God. We understand that the word of God is what is what drives us, is what leads us, is what what um, uh, 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 just guides us into what God has for us. And so we're excited. So come ready. We're a teaching ministry. We're here to teach and instruct um, God's people so that you can live the life that God has destined you to live. Um, the Bible says in John 10, 10, that the enemy comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. But I, and let's focus in on the I, that I is Jesus. That's uh, Yeshua, uh, the son of God has come that we may have what? Life and life more abundantly. And when we dissect that word life, it means uh, in the Greek, it's Zoe, and it means the absolute fullness of life, right? And so we, in this ministry, our heart yeah. is to get people back in alignment, is to get people restored, right? To who God says that they are. Because the enemy works overtime to, to tell you otherwise, to tell you that you're not the head and you are the head. And so we want to focus in on, on what God says that you are. So let us, let us go ahead and pray as we get ready to share God's word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we just bless you this morning. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that this is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Glad in it. Father, we thank you, Lord, that, that this is a new season, a new dispensation. Father, we're excited. We are absolutely excited about what you are doing in this yeah. season. And we thank yeah. you, Lord God, that our hearts is, is ready. Our hearts are ready to receive the, 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 all that you have to receive the greater. We, we're, we're excited. We're ready. We're ready to receive the greater. We thank you, Lord, for this, 
this season, Lord God, this season of, uh, of just love and just potential, a possibility, this season's of great possibility as we walk through the door that you have destined us to walk through. Father, we thank you, Lord, that that it is none of us and all of you today as we go forth to teach your word. We thank you, Lord, that that Pastor Michael and I, uh, Pastor Michael and I myself, we are in one accord with your promise, with your word. Father, we thank you, Lord God, that you're that 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 hallelujah for for all that you're doing, Lord, that we will speak forth your word, that we will teach with a clarity and an understanding, with love and compassion, so that your people are equipped. Your people are equipped to go and do that which you've called them to do in this season. God, we love you this morning. Oh God, we love you so much. Oh God, we love you. We praise you. We thank yes. you. We give you the glory. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, definitely want to welcome everyone to the Hour of Power with us, Pastor and Prophets Michael and Tanya Bryan of Restored Ministries International, where our purpose, our ministry, and our mission is to restore, renew, and refresh you, the sons of God, with the word of God. Now, what you hear this morning is not going to be our opinion, but it's going to be the word. Because the Bible says man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that cometh out of the mouth of God does man live. Life only begins with the word. That's right. I'm going to say that one more again, because I want that to get up in your heart. Amen. I want you to sow this word in your heart. Life begins when you receive the word. Amen. So it's just like salvation. When you received the word of salvation that Yahshua, Jesus, was the one who came, who was born, died, shed blood, and rose again just for you. If you had been the only one in the earth, he would have came and did everything that he did just for you. You. This is why salvation is so powerful. This is why the devil tries to come and steal, kill, and destroy the seed that God is trying to plant in your heart. Amen. So without further ado, let's go ahead and let's go to the word. Amen. Father, less of us, more of you, none of us, all of you. Father, think through our minds and speak through our vocal cords that none of your word would fall to the ground. And Father, we declare and decree that uh, that this word, this broadcast, your sons and daughters will not be hindered or interrupted by anything trying to distract them from receiving this word. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone said amen and amen. So... Let's go ahead and let's do this right here. So we are in the season, okay? We are in God's new season, 5784. And, and I know um, I don't like to use the word year because that's, that's, a, that's a limit, amen? But we are in a new season with God, amen? And, and to make this all kind of solidify, Let's go to Ecclesiastes chapter three first, and then we will go, amen, 
Amen. So we are in 5784, and we're going to start right here with Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Then we're going to go to Psalm chapter 5 and Haggai chapter 2. I just kind of put those there. Amen. Let me type this in for <laughs> Instagram. So once again, we are in God's new season. And I know what you're saying. It's like, what do you mean? Uh, what do you mean it's new? January 1st is not here yet. No, that's man's calendar. That's why Jesus said that because of your tradition, you make the word of God ineffective. So we have to understand that God has a time and a season that everything that he does. And since we are in God's new year, we came out of Rosh Hashanah and the Feast of Tabernacles a couple of weeks ago. So this God's calendar season, God's Hebrew calendar season, 5784, 5784, he declared that this season would be your season of favor and the greater, okay? It would be your season of favor and the greater. Why don't you go ahead and type, it is so, and let God know that you received that word, amen? So, so Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1, it says, To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up that which has been planted. Now, now, now the key to receiving the word of God, the key to getting into God's presence, right where God is, is we have to understand that in Proverbs chapter 4, he says, Wisdom is the first thing, therefore get wisdom, but, but with all you're getting, get understanding. See, we can't even activate faith until, until we get understanding. We can't get manifestation until we get understanding. God cannot give you a weapon until he knows that you understand how to use it. So he says, to everything there is a season. Now, the funny thing is, when, when you look up this word season, in the Bible, it, uh, it's a Hebrew word, the zaman, which means a set time and appointed time. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The word season in the Hebrew is a zaman of God, which means a set time and appointed time. Okay, so he says to every set time and appointed time, to everything there is a set time and an appointed time, to every purpose under the heaven. So God create, be, when God did everything he did in Genesis chapter one, before he created everything, he had to give it the purpose first. That's right. And then he had to give it a specific time and season to be in operation. If you look at some of the mammals in God's kingdom of, of uh, animals, amen, there are some animals that at a certain time and season, Birds fly to a different location in the earth. Mm -hmm. Certain mammals like bears and uh, and like the beavers and all these things, they hibernate during the winter time, and they do all the work. They do all the feeding. They do all the work. Like the ant, the ant does all the work. But why? Because they know God put a clock 
within them to know yes, what sir. to do at the set time and appointed time. Human beings are the only one that got outside of God's clock when Adam wow. fell in the ball. Oh, come on, somebody. See, we wonder why we're not receiving the best of God. Maybe you're out of sync of God's timetable in your life. Amen. So he says to everything there is season. So because God's kingdom, Genesis 8, 22, he says, he says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. This set time, God's kingdom is built on seed time and harvest time. And I see that you had your hand up, Prophet Tanya. Yes, please. That's okay. Go ahead. Are you sure? Okay. Now, now, the reason why I want to keep your eye focused on seed, because last week the Lord put something in my spirit as I was teaching during the daily bread. He says that in this season, your season of favor and the greater, and we're going to break down 5784. We're going to break down favor. We're going to break down greater. Some of that today. He said the power of the seed is in the season of God. So when you are understanding that everything that God does is built on Genesis 8.22, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not stop. God put everything within a season and a time. He created time, then stepped out of it. And he said, everything is going to be orchestrated by my set times that I put in the universe, not just in the earth, but in the universe, because things move like the stars and the moon and the sun and the earth. Everything moves and rotates according to God's time and seasons. Come on now. So someone, someone type, it is so. Amen. So let's go here. And let's take a look at this. I'm going to, because I think the next slide talks about 5784, right? Yes, it does. All right. So what does this number, why is it so important that we understand what God's calendar year, God's calendar season is? Good morning, Jasmine Candles. So, Good morning. So 5784, what does this mean okay okay now when god does everything he says okay to everything there is a season and time but then he says with all you get and get understanding so numbers times seasons days okay names all these things have meaning because when god creates something he doesn't create it without a purpose and a meaning okay so we're going to take a look at the number five now now, it just so happens that I've got my nice little uh, Hebrew Torah and numbers and what they mean up in the Hebrew. And this 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 first number five, the Chamesh, okay, uh, is the fifth letter in the Bible is the hey, okay? So this word, this number five, first of all, it means grace, okay? Grace. Okay, first of all, God's grace is what empowers us to do his purpose. Amen. God's grace, the number five, the grace, five represents grace. Okay, God's empowerment to fulfill, to do his purpose. This, this number five also means power. Okay, and let me type this in uh, for Instagram. So the number five, it mean, it represents grace. It also represents power, and it also represents 
the Torah or the word of God, okay? And it is indicative of being filled, prepared, and empowered to go forth. So when you deal with the number five, just like this year, okay, I am 55. So the Lord said that I'm going to be in my season of double grace. I'm going to receive a double empowerment of grace, power, filling, preparation, and empowerment so I can go forth. Because what I do this season is going to uh, catapult me for the next several years because me and God got something going on. Amen. So when you have your conversation with God, God, you speak and you listen to hear what God responds. So five in the number 5784 represents grace. Okay. Seven represents completion and divine order. And we're going to get deeper into these other numbers next week. Uh, eight represents new beginning and four represents the door. It means to rule and it means dominion and authority. So next week, we're going to go over the number seven in a little bit more in depth. But now, now as we go forth, we have to understand that, okay, now I'm getting some understanding that in God's kingdom, everything that God says and does and tells us and writes down has an importance. It has a purpose because God doesn't say anything that doesn't have purpose. Okay. So with that being said, 5784 is your season of favor and the greatest. So let's go to Psalms chapter five. Okay. Psalms chapter five. Can, can I say something? Of course. So just to go back to this idea of season, right? Um, season is, is so powerful. And I think we have to really understand, I, I like, you know, the, the definitions that you were talking about, you know, a set time, um, a, a set time of, of a set time, an appointed time. And another definition that I, I was just looking up the word season, even when you had started talking about the definition. And one that kind of jumped out when we think about season, season, it's like you, it enhances a flavor, yeah. right? Seasoning, it enhances yeah. um, a flavor by adding salt, right? Mm -hmm. You know, or or whatever spices and hurt, it enhances it. One of the words says, one of the definitions of season is to add zest. Oh, okay, um, so one of the definitions, because I'm saying this for Instagram, means to have zest. Is that according to the Webster Bible? Uh, no, it's Webster. just it's uh the free dictionary online. That's according to the free dictionary online. Then it means to have zest. The the, the word season, amen. Right. Amen. To add that, that, I mean, that's right. That flavor. Flavor. So even in this time, there that favored favor. Even in this time, I want you guys to really understand that this is your season. This is your appointed time that God is causing a, 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 a flavor as come on, um, Missy is preaching in the comments. You know, then, you want to share that with Instagram or no? Well, yes, she says flavor. But even Jesus said, if the if your salt has lost its flavor. Yeah. OK. Hey, listen, listen, nobody likes bland food. Come on now. Okay. Unless you're getting healed from a condition where, where you know, sometimes too much seasonings cause a bad effect in your body. But 
when I, I want to taste my food. Why did COVID mess up a whole lot of people? Because they could no longer hear, they, they couldn't taste and smell for a certain amount of time. And their tongue had lost its ability to taste and smell. Oh, come on now. When you understand salt and seasoning is indicative of God's kingdom. And, and so even in this season, embrace mm-hmm. that God, you have seasoned me, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't want us to, I mean, again, not just to make some little cute thing, but I, I'm seasoned, right? right. I, I've, 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 I've got the salt. When you taste me, right? When you That's taste right. me, everything that I'm going to do, there's going to be some flavor. As, as, as Missy said, there's going to be some flavor that you, I'm not going to be bland. I'm going right. I'm to have these rich flavors. I'm going to have a zest. That's right. Everything I'm going to do, there's a zest in me. Come mm-hmm. on now. Missy is saying, Holy Spirit, flavor me. There's a word in that. That's right. And this season, we have been flavored. We have been flavored. We have been favored. Amen. And so we've been, is, go ahead. We've, we've been seasoned with favor. That's right. We've been seasoned with favor. Amen. So, amen. Well, um, so Psalms chapter five. Let's take a look at this. Psalms chapter five. Verse 12. Amen. Before you go there, I had to look up the word. Um, well, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. It says, Psalms chapter 5, verse 12. For you, Lord, will bless, will empower the righteous with favor. Okay. You're going to give them the empowerment with favor, and you will compass, you will submerge, you will surround them with favor as with a shield or favor like a shield. So you shall bless them with favor. Come on now. The Rashon of God, okay? The will, the acceptance, the desire, okay? You will empower them. This is why the favor of God is what hits people before you have a chance to even meet them. And 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 in this time and season, God is going to cause his favor that he submerged and, and pours and seasons you with to touch the heart of people before you even have a chance to do anything. And they will do things for you that they wouldn't normally do. Go ahead, Pastor Tanya. Did you have something else there? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this favor, he says, he says, you're going to, empower them with favor like a shield. So not only is it going to touch the people, but it's also going to be a shield, okay, a protection on your life, okay? Just like the blessing. The blessing is on your life just like these clothes. He says, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. So part of the blessing, this this empowerment to prosper and be successful is you're going to be seasoned with the flavor of favor on your life. Amen. I like that system, Missy. The flavor, the favor of flavor. Amen. So, so this season, okay, 
This is going to be your season. That's right. Type it is so. This is going to be your season of favor. And we're going to be getting more and deeper into this favor as we go on with the teaching week by week. Because you have to understand that when you don't have the money sometimes to do certain things, you need the favor of God. Oh, come on, somebody. Sometimes when you don't have everything you need, God has to pour out more favor so that way it can attract and make up the difference from what you don't have. Amen. Woo, glory. He said, oh, my God. Okay. Okay, see? See, now you're going to make me look this up, okay? Oh, my gosh. Uh, woo, my gosh. <laughs> Woo! See, this word favor is all through the Bible, amen? But even in Genesis chapter 18, verse 3, he says, My Lord, if now I have found favor in your sight, don't pass me by. This is, this is Abraham talking because the Lord comes down to meet and greet with him. The angels come down. Favor is serious, okay? And yes, 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 Sister Missy. That's right. We are the righteousness of God. He said that he will bless the righteous with favor. So Haggai chapter 2, okay? Haggai chapter 2, and we're just walking through this because we're going to be on this for a while because this whole season, God wants us to not only receive the seed of this word, you have to understand that this word is being planted in your heart as a seed in the proper season so you can receive everything that God has for you. Haggai chapter 2, and, and I'm going to start at verse 6. Haggai chapter 2, verse 6. And once again, type it is so, amen? Haggai chapter 2. Verse six, okay, it says, for thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once it is a little while that I and I will shake the heavens and the earth and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations shall come. And I will fill this house with glory, saith the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. The glory of this latter house, okay, shall be greater than, okay? In mass, that greater than symbol, I like that greater than symbol, shall be greater than of the former, saith the Lord of hosts. And in this place will I give peace, saith the Lord. So he says, the glory of this latter house shall be greater than. Okay, let's let's take a look at this word glory, which means the kabod of God. Okay, it means the 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 honor, the abundance, the riches, the splendor, the dignity, the reputation, the reverence. Okay, uh, glory. The the abundance of God shall be greater than of the former. This latter house. Okay, so what what we have to understand is. Since we just came out of tabernacles, we just came out of God starting us in a new season. 
because of God's kingdom is built on seed time and harvest, we need the reign of God to reign on the seed of this word in our life to activate harvest. Amen. We have to understand that what we're getting from the Lord out of the word is the seed of God. Amen. Amen. That's right. The double, double. Yes. Yes. And let's just see something real quick. Because we have to understand that this word, God uses the word like seed. Okay. The seed is the word. This is why you can interchange the word, word, and seed because the Bible says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not stop. So in Luke chapter 8, I wasn't planning on going here, but you need to see this. So that way we understand that what we're getting right now, God is planting this seed of this word in our hearts. So we can have, amen, great harvest. Luke chapter 8. We're going to start at verse 9. Amen. And this is after Jesus talks about the farmer sowing seed. In Luke chapter 8, verse 9, and his, and his disciples asked him, saying, what does this parable mean? And he said, unto you, his disciples, those who are the righteous of God, those who are the, the followers of the word, those who will receive the word, Unto you is given to know, understand the mysteries of the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? God's way of doing things. But to others in parables that seeing they might not see and hearing they might not understand. And he breaks it down very clearly in verse 11. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. So when we understand this is how God works. God plants a seed, and because it's seed, everything necessary for that seed to come to life and flourish and become not just one fruit, but multiple fruit and multiple orchids of fruit is inside the word. Amen? So the seed is the word, okay? So anything to share on that, Miss uh, uh, Miss, Miss Tanya? Miss Tanya? Mm-mm. Okay, okay. Amen. So, we're in a season of favor and the greater. God wants us to receive this empowerment. Amen. He wants us to receive this empowerment. But he also, if we receive the seeds of favor, okay, then the the trees of favor will grow in the ground of our hearts and there will be continual and perpetual favor continually overflowing in our life. If we think of it just like Jesus said, the seed is the word of God. So if we plant this word in our heart, okay, David said, I hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against God. We can stay in our right standing with God by continuing to meditate and think on his word. Uh, what does Isaiah 26 say? You'll keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Who is me? The word. Okay? So, amen. So let's, let's think of something. And it's because under this season of favor and the greater, the Lord gave me this title right here. 
for a section of this teaching about the power of the seed in the season of God. When we get the seed of God in this season, okay, Haggai chapter 2, Psalms chapter 5, and all the other scriptures that will come, when we begin to meditate like Isaiah 26 talks about, when, when we begin to think and to study and ponder on this word, now we are opening up the, we are opening up God's windows of heaven for him to pour into our lives and to increase and to increase, okay? The Bible says from faith to faith and from glory to glory. So we have to understand that God wants to build, okay? Um, my uncle used to do, you know, he was one of the big construction companies here in New Mexico. And, and when he was working on a house, you know, it's easy to do the lower parts, but to get the higher parts of the house constructed, he had to build a scaffold. And, and, and it was a framework that they could stand to get the higher parts of the house built. Oh, come on, somebody. When you understand that God is building a house, you are the house, you are the building, okay? You are the tabernacle of God, okay? Oh, well, see. So let's, let's go somewhere, amen. I, uh, we're going to go to Genesis 26. Because, we, because Genesis 26 talks about not only the inheritance of Abraham, the one that the seed, okay, he's Isaac is called the seed of Abraham, okay, he was the offspring. And, you know, maybe next week we can talk about how when God asked Abraham how he was doing, he said, yeah, I'm rich, I'm doing good, I got a lot of servants, I got a lot of land, I got a lot of stuff. But you gave me no seed and you promised me my own seed. Okay, come on, somebody. So Genesis chapter 26, look at verse 1. Good morning, Brother Doug. Oh, he's preaching, building ourselves closer to Father's word. Oh, my God. Come on, somebody. Build. Oh, my God. Woo! Come on now, Brother Doug. You over there preaching right now, brother. Woo! Genesis chapter 26. And I really want us to study this because this is very powerful. When you understand that, first of all, that you are the, you are the sons and seeds of God. Okay, ladies, when I talk about sons, it had nothing to do with gender, but you are God's offspring. You, you have a right to his inheritance because only sons can reap the inheritance of God. And that's why we're called sons of God. And, and not servants of God. And that'll be another teaching for another day. But Genesis chapter 26, look at verse one. And there was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, do not go down into Egypt but stay in the land that I will tell you about. Okay, so listen. When God sends you to a certain place, a certain land, it's because everything you need for that season is inside the soil of that land. Oh, come on, somebody. We're going somewhere today. Amen. Amen. I only got a few more minutes. Amen. So he said, sojourn. Dwell, make a living space in this land, and I will be with you. So we're seeing something right here. God is only where 
he told you to be planted. God is only in the land where you're supposed to be planted. Sojourn in this land, this specific land, and I will be with you and bless you. For unto you and unto your seed. Oh, come on now. Listen, get this. Everything that God wants to do in your life is not just for you. It's for your children and your children's children after you. Oh, my God. Woo! For unto thee and unto thy seed, I will give all these countries. And I will perform the promise that I swore unto Abraham, your father. Now, let me just say this. Let me say this. You are walking in the promise of someone else. I'm going to say it again. You are walking in the promise of God that he gave either to your father or your grandfather or your great, 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 whoever it was, you're walking in the seed after thee. Oh, come on now. Verse four. And I will make your seed to multiply Notice he didn't say you. He said, I'll make your seed to multiply and the stars of the heaven. And I will give unto your seed after you all these countries and in your seed. See, there's something about this seed. And then in your seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Why? Because Abraham obeyed my voice, kept my charge, kept my commandments, my statutes and my laws. And Isaac dwelt in Gerar, okay? Now, for time's sake, go down to verse 9. Well, no, we got to keep this going because <laughs> we're going to find out that Isaac was, was walking in some of the bad <laughs> attributes of Abraham, amen? Amen. And in verse 7, and the men of that place asked him of his wife, and he said, she's my sister. So which means his wife, Rebecca, was so fine that he, in, in those days, if people, <laughs> if someone liked your woman, you might get killed. If someone liked how your spouse looked, you could get killed. Amen. Amen. She is my sister, for he feared to say. So now, this is why Paul said, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Okay. She's my wife lest the men of that place should kill him for Rebecca, because she was fair to look at. That word fair in the Hebrew just means she was fine. Okay, she was she looked good, okay? And it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked out his window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebecca, his wife. And Abimelech called Isaac and said, Behold, of surety, She's your wife. Why did you say she was my sister? And Isaac said unto him, because I said, lest I die for her. <laughs> okay. Now, Isaac's father, Abraham, did the, did the exact same thing. But in, in Abraham's seed, Isaac, God was going to destroy this spirit of fear out of the generation of it. And, and Bimelech said, why did you do this? What have you done unto us? One of the people could have could have laid with your wife and could have brought guilt upon us. Now, remember, these are the Philistines, okay? 
And Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He that touches his man, this man or his wife, shall surely be put to death. Now, verse 12, okay? Then Isaac sold in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him. And the man waxed great and went forward. He had possessions and flocks and herds and the great store of servants, and the Philistines envied him. So, stopping right there. He sold in the land that God told him to plant himself. When you when you look at that word dwell, okay, dwell here or sojourn in this land, the word sojourn means to abide, dwell, mm -hmm. remain, to inhabit, okay, to dwell for a time, okay? So when we understand that God told him to sow himself or plant himself in the land and because he planted himself where God told him to be planted, the increase, the power of that seed was activated in this in his life. Uh, what do you say about that, Prophet? Yeah, there there is tremendous power in the seed, right? When we, you know, I I think it even begs to really understand just the the seed. Right, the seed in inside of the seed, and we've talked about this before. In in inside of the seed is so many possibilities, mm -hmm. right? And and so we have to make sure that that seed is planted in 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 proper ground. So yeah, that was Amen. good. Amen. So so talking about the seed, okay. So 5784, this is your season of favor and the greater. That word is a seed for this time and season of God in your life. God wants you to receive that seed and plant that seed in your heart and then plant yourself in the ground that God has prepared for this season. See, we must be where God is. See, until we're where God is, God can't work. God made him a promise. God made Abraham a promise, but until Isaac was where God was in that time and season, God could not release the power of the seed. The power of the seed can only be released in the ground that it's that, that it supposed to be planted in. Oh I, oh, I really want everyone to get this today. You are a seed in the hand of God because God called you out by name. Okay, he called Doug, he called Missy, he called Michelle, he called George, he called Tanya, he called Michael. Amen. Everyone that watches the broadcast, he he called Chet and Martha. He called, he called, he called Michelle. He called, he called, and and, uh -huh. and every time he called, he was planting seed in the universe. God's God's ground is the universe. Okay. Oh my God. Woo! Come on, somebody. And God, in the beginning. God created. Oh, oh, come on now. Woo, I wish I had somebody with me today. So even now, understand, this is your season of favor and the greater. Like I said, I'm going to stop right there for time's sake because you can only receive so much. But but we're going to be here for a minute because we got to understand about this seed time and heart, the sowing and the receiving. 
Okay, sowing and receiving seed time and harvest is yeah. all the way through the word from Genesis through Revelation. Amen. So like even now, as we prepare to worship God, to sow seed of worship, okay, financial seed in God's kingdom, we have to understand that this is God's way of doing. This is what God set up at creation. Amen. You want to talk about that for us for a for a moment, uh, Prophet? I'm typing this in for Instagram. Um. Yeah. We we definitely for us to receive our greater, mm-hmm. and for us to have this favor. You know, I was thinking, okay, God. Good morning, Aretha. Amen. That we have to take action. We have to do. When I was reading, it says Isaac planted yep. seed. So he took action. He he did something. We have to do something for That's this right. favor and this greater to happen in our life. That's right. It's it's not some magical thing that happens. It may seem that way, but there's a process. There's work that you have to do for this favor and this greater to manifest in your life. There's action. And so many times I think we as Christians, we don't we don't realize that. We think that God is this big fairy or this big Santa Claus in the sky. First of all, he's in you. That's right. We 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 taught ye are gods, mm-hmm. right? God lives in us, That's and right. so we so everything that we need we already really have. Mm-hmm. But it's a, it's a matter of us taking the proper action and getting in the proper alignment to release what is already in us. So yeah. I'm gonna let you go. Amen. You're absolutely right. So he says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest. Okay. And Jesus came back and said it like this. He says, give and it shall be given. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over shall men. Okay, here's the system. You give and I will cause those who I have called and purpose to activate harvest in your life. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together. And running over shall men give back unto you into your bosom. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we understand that the heart, okay, is this bosom, is this place where your spirit and your and your soul interconnect. Because you know, this is this is where God plants the seed. He said, David said, I hid that word in my heart. Okay, yeah. why? So I wouldn't sin against God. Okay, why? Because the heart is the ground that God uses in your life to put the seeds of the word so you can harvest. Oh, my God. When we understand that you that you can have no harvest without first planting seed. That's okay? right. No seed, no harvest. Okay. If, listen, if you're receiving something from this ministry to keep the perpetual flow of seed time and harvest in your life, you must sow seed into this ground. Okay, listen, understand. Your sowing of seed, us teaching about seed time and harvest are things that we as individuals and as this ministry, we do ourselves. 
Okay, we do not teach something that we do not do. Okay, when we get, okay, let's just go here. See, Proverbs chapter three. Okay, here is the power of the seed when it comes to seed time and harvest. Proverbs chapter three. Amen. Let's go here real quick because I want you to see this. So when you sow your seed, the Bible said, with all your getting, get understanding. Proverbs chapter three. And we're going to start at verse five. Okay. As you're preparing your seed, you can use the PayPal at restored M-I-N-I-N-T-L. You can use the Zelle. Okay. And you go from your account into the ministry account using restored M-I-N-I-N-T-L at Gmail. You can use the church cash app at dollar sign restored M-I. And you can also use the website www.restoredministriesint.org. And we're also going to teach you about the Taruma, which is the the sowing into your prophet, your priest. Amen. So Proverbs chapter three, verse five, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean to your own understanding. Listen, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Depart from evil. It shall be health to your neighbor and moral to your bones. Here we go. Verse nine. Honor the Lord with your substance. Hmm. Honor the Lord with your substance. Where are you at again? Proverbs chapter three, verse nine. Honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. Okay. This is seed time and harvest. This is sowing and reaping. Paul said, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For as a man soweth, that shall he also reap, okay? When you sow seed into the ground of this ministry, you are activating not only seed time and harvest, everything you heard this morning is being activated because the seeds were sown. You sowing the financial seed is what waters the ground and causes mm. the growth of your harvest. Now, oh, the good. level of growth, which God said, Jesus said, you have the ability to receive a hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirtyfold will be based on your level of understanding, okay? Your level of understanding that no matter how much seed I get, I always sow out. He says, honor the Lord with your, oh my God, honor the Lord with your substance. And can okay. I say that even as you sow your seed, it may leave your hand, it leaves your bank account, but it never leaves your 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 life. It'll right. come back unto you. That's right. Again, then, when you sow your seed, it leaves your hand, it leaves your it, it you know it leaves your bank account, but it never ever leaves your life. So it's a seed that's constantly doing, it's constantly giving back unto you. That's right. So even in the word, when it says, cast your bread upon the yes. waters, and in many days, it, the bread shall return. Your harvest shall return. See, see, we see this through the word. And I know in times past, you know, <laughs> There has been some abuse of some of this stuff, but when you understand the real understanding of seed time and harvest, amen, when you understand that you 
are sowing into and activating God's kingdom principle of sowing seed and reaping harvest, it's your sowing seed is the uh, the devil can't stop it. Amen. Well, and but you just what scripture was that about casting bread upon the water? Because think okay. about it. And and you said then it would return unto you. Yes. But in real life, if you were to cast bread, it's not going to, it's going to soak up the water and eventually dissipate. Right? But Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Okay. And I'm going to put that just so that way everybody can go back and read it for themselves. So cast this is I, almost like a supernatural thing that's going to happen, right? That's right. This is right. So when you understand that he was he was saying this because he understands that water moves by ebbs and flows okay so it goes out and it comes back even though it goes out it also has to return okay that's how god created it that's how god created the flow of the water oh come on somebody when you understand the flow that God is talking about the ebbs, the ebb and flow of God. So get your seed. Let's sow it now. Someone type, I'm favored. It is so. And when you sow your seed, you can use the 5784 seed, $57.84. Did, did I say something wrong, Prophet? No, no. I'm just okay. looking at this. Yeah, I'm just digging deeper. <laughs> okay. You can use 157 and 84 cents. You can use uh 557 and 84 cents. You can use $5,557.84. But get a seed, okay? That's right. That's right, brother Doug. Your seed protects you in times of famine. You see, I just sow good. in a time of famine. You don't sow seed in famine. Why? Because the ground is not, it's not wet. Okay. It doesn't have the new, but he says, God told him to plant in that land. And no matter what the land looks like, because you're supposed to be in that land, your seed time and harvest shall not cease. Amen. So then that is saying, just as you said, we're not supposed to sow in a famine. Why am I? What you want to do is you're thinking, okay, well, I'm going to hoard up because mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. That's right. But in this season, there is a super, in this season of favor uh -huh. and, and, and the greater, uh -huh. there, it's, it's supernatural. That's You've right. got to understand, why would God tell you to sow, give, when you don't know, you look at the... Why? Because there is a there is an action that he wants you to take. And in that action, he's going to supernaturally keep you if That's you right. listen and do what he tells you to do. It makes no sense. Gotcha. Just as I was even saying, just a minute, just as I was even saying about this whole bread, you cast your bread on water. Well, if I cast my bread on water, it's going to soak up the water and eventually it's going to become this gunk and it's going to dissipate. But mm -hmm. there's a supernatural happening. God says, cast it. 
and I'm going to return it unto you. I know it don't make sense. In, in the natural, I'm going to take my bread and I'm going to put it on water and I'm going to so, throw it in. A, it's going to dissipate. But God's supernatural hand is all on this. That's right. Go, go ahead. So God's word will always supersede natural law. Okay. Yeah. God's word. Okay. The seed will always supersede, overtake natural law, natural circumstances. Amen. Amen. So, Father, we thank you. You said, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. Father, as your sons and daughters sow the seed into this ground, Father, I activate the hundredfold, the sixtyfold, and the thirtyfold. Father, I activate the word that 5784 is their season of favor and the greater. Father, you're going to you're going to shield them and favor them, and you're going to cause the, the glory of this house to be greater than their former houses. Father, they shall do and meditate on the word. You shall speak and reveal the plans of their life in Jesus' mighty name. So once again, we want to thank everyone yes. for, for coming and watching and sowing and, and listening. And But listen, understand, go back, read these words, meditate on this word, meditate on 5784 is your, is your season of favor and the greater. As you do it, God's going to reveal specific details for you, your life, and your family in Jesus' name. Well, I want to thank you for joining us for the broadcast. Don't miss the daily bread next week. Be blessed.